The following material contains adult language and mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Danger, Will Robinson. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Midweek edition. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining me again on the Pinball Show Midweek Edition. Hope you are all well. I am, of course, your host, Craig Bobby. And for the next 30 minutes or so, we will continue our chat about the topics and happenings in the world of pinball. Occasionally, we'll have a guest along for the ride, and hopefully, we'll have a little fun along the way. So if that sounds fun to you, well, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Well, well, and a happy Thanksgiving to all of our American friends, or possibly a belated Thanksgiving to all our American friends, depending on when you're listening to this. But what a year it has been. My gosh, I can't believe it's already the end of November. What a crazy time it has been, and time has just flown by despite all the insanity that has occurred. But speaking of insanity... Yes, I received the call from my distributor, who I purchased my Avengers Infinity Quest from, to tell me that my game was en route and should be here within a day or two. Boy, was I excited! And sure enough, right on time that next day, the game showed up. Now, in my last couple of shows, if you had listened, you would remember that I was a little critical of the entire delivery process for this particular title and for my first new inbox experience. And the reality of the time that I've actually waited wasn't in fact all that long. In fact, the reality is it was a shockingly short period of time from the time I ordered with the distributor to the time I actually got the game. I looked on my calendar and believe it or not, I ordered that Infinity Quest game on September the 9th, the week after it had come out, and I got the call on November the 20th. Of short, 10 and a half weeks. Can you believe it? Despite the fact that demand was through the roof and despite the fact that the factory was fighting through various social distancing measures and, and threats of lockdown, So really quite amazing that Stern was able to deliver this game in such a short period of time with all of the challenges that they were facing. And this is why Stern does this better than 
anybody else in the business. It is why they are as large as they are. Not only are they creating fantastic games with licenses that are very popular, but they're able to produce the games in far less time than anybody else there that's producing them. And I think my criticism of all that really wasn't the duration of time, but it was the fact that there wasn't a lot of communication that I was receiving about how long that time had been. So if I had ordered this game in September the 9th, or when I ordered this game in September the 9th, if they had told me right away that my wait was going to be 10 and a half weeks, I would have been like, no problem. That is perfect. Perfect amount of time. I would have been shocked that it was actually only that amount of time. I had in my head that the delivery should be somewhere between three and four months, honestly. So for them to actually deliver under that far exceeded my expectations. And again, my only my only critique was that there had been a little more transparency and communication along the way so that I could have known how long that wait time was going to be. It would have allowed me to plan a lot of different things with regard to the installation of this machine in my home, a little bit of finance, juggling, all that good stuff would have gone a long way. And frankly, just to temper my own excitement and enthusiasm and and to not go crazy wondering when the thing is going to happen. Is it going to be this year? Is it going to be next year? Anyway, all that's water under a bridge, of course, because when you get that call, nothing else matters at that point in time. The game is here. Fantastic. Went down to get it the next day, put it in the minivan, got it home. So getting that game unboxed and into my house Well, it proved to be a little bit more of a challenge than I had anticipated. Now, trust me, I had spent a lot of time thinking how this thing was going to get unboxed, be brought in, and brought down the stairs into my basement. It was one of the reasons, actually, I decided to do it myself. I just wanted to make sure this was going to go slowly and the way I wanted it. So got my brother, we were both there, we went over the game plan, we were quite confident that this could be done, no problem. Perfect day in terms of weather. It was about 70 degrees. Honestly, for third week into November, it was actually perfect. Sun was shining, very dry outside. It was the perfect time to unbox a machine right outside the doorway because, of course, my doorway was too narrow to bring the box in. So that was challenge number one. Got that all unboxed and brought the machine into the landing, turned it around. So the challenging part was the stairwell only allowed us about an inch or two on either side of the machine as we brought it down. So it was quite a narrow stairwell, about 28, 29 inches. And of course, I believe the back box is somewhere around 25 or 27, something like that. So only an inch or two on either side as we were bringing it down. Very, very tight. Thank God it was only five steps that we had to bring it down and it was all carpeted. So we took it very slow and it gave us a lot of leeway in terms of putting the game down. It wasn't going to get scratched or hurt. The problem was about three quarters of the way down the stairs. So I'm going down the stairs with the coin door facing down and I'm holding on to the game. My brother's got it at the back and I'm trying to get as low as possible because we only have so much height clearance as well. Well, I realized about three quarters of the way down the stairs that I am basically on my knees or damn close to it. I'm basically in a squat as I'm going down the stairs. Not a great position to be in. And by the time I hit the bottom, I was pretty much 
<laughs> lying down on my hip with the game basically pinning me to the ground. <laughs> and I said, it was, it felt like Thanos himself had actually pinned me with his hand and said, you're not going anywhere. My brother, of course, was stuck in the stairwell because, you know, there was so little gap on either side, he couldn't get to me. So I was basically, you know, stuck there for a, a little while trying to figure out how I was going to get out from underneath this thing. Finally, I wiggled out game is on the ground now on the carpet no problem got my breath anyway long story short we got it down the stairs finally despite despite that it was at that point too when I was pinned under the into this thing that I thought you know what maybe an escalera I, I finally saw the benefit of using one of those escalera stair climbers I'm <laughs> so if if you got a lot of stairs to climb and you're planning on bringing this thing up and down I'm telling you there is probably nothing more awkward or heavy to move than a pinball machine. I mean, there's no handles to grip on it. It is quite, quite awkward. Beyond the weight, it's just the fact that there's nothing to grab onto, basically. So you're basically just squeezing and hoping like hell the thing doesn't fall out of your hands. So it definitely pays to have a number of folks around that have strong backs, strong legs. This is not for the <laughs> this is not for the weak at all. Thanos was certainly living up to the billing early on by kicking the shit out of me as I was at the bottom of that stairs. He was killing himself laughing. Finally, we got the game set up and started playing it. We played that weekend. I put on probably about 125 games. So I, I played for a good long time. And that first day, we played for about four hours straight. Got it all set up. No problem at all. Got it, got it leveled. The game was playing great right out of the box. Did a, a little play field inspection, and I've done several since. No play field pooling. Perfect print job in terms of the clarity of, of the print. So certainly didn't seem up front that I was running into any quality control issues that I could see. Got the game playing. It was fantastic. Had a few stuck balls here and there. I'm going to put that down to just tweaks in the game um, when we were getting it going. No big deal. One thing I noticed about this game is that it fires that ball out of the auto plunge very aggressively. And sometimes, believe it or not, as it's going into the orbit going from right to left, the thing actually jumps the orbit a couple times, it happened to me, and ended up underneath Thanos' gauntlet. Of course, I have a premium edition, so there's the gauntlet sitting there. And a couple times the ball's actually been stuck there and no amount of shaking or jiggling it's actually firmly wedged in there so you got to remove the screen pop it off that's only happened to me twice and I played like I said a couple hundred games so I'm putting that down to a little bit of tweaking getting it leveled getting it all set up but I do notice occasionally the game gets a little aggressive might have to turn that auto plunger setting down just slightly to avoid that happening anyway that being said I made a rather bold move for my first new inbox game of not playing this game before I place my order and basing it solely on the theme, the art package, the design, which was Keith Elwin. I just loved all of that and I thought this is going to be my game. So I based it solely on the stream that I saw after the reveal, of course the reveal itself, and placed my order based on that. This was, in my opinion, the best design game and the best theme for me personally in art package that I'd seen since I've been following the hobby closely for the last couple years. So I was all in, didn't need to play it. Well, I'm telling you, this game is not for the faint of heart. I, the average player is going to really struggle with this game. I would call myself an average, an average player, and it is hard, which I love. Keith Elwin, in my opinion, a number of people have said this, and I heartily agree, this game is, although extremely challenging, 
has just one more play written all over it, and it's not a game that the average player is going to finish in a day, a week, a month. It's not a game, I don't believe, that novice pinball players are going to do well on the score with. Now, they're going to have a ton of fun. They're going to love seeing all the Marvel stuff. They're going to love Thanos yelling at them. The game is very is very fun, but it has a serious tone about it. Let's face it, you're battling Thanos here, and it lets you know that constantly. And it, and it does that in a number of different ways. One, if you miss your shots... God help you, because the ball fires back so fast, either down the center or in either the left or right out lanes, it will make your head spin. I've never played a game where I'm in a multi-ball and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be amazing. This is I'm going to go 100 million plus. And in two seconds, every ball's draining. You're like, what the hell just happened? If you're not making your shots, this game will punish you like you were battling Thanos himself. And Elwin and and co in designing this game did a masterful job I think in making the machine Thanos essentially so it is not going to give you an inch you have to have your pinball wits about you constantly while playing this game and I find the faster the game gets actually the better I get because I start to wake up and my reactions start to improve. If you're just sitting there and kind of casually flipping, you're not getting very far. And you're probably not going to get it over 6 or 10 million because you're just not paying attention and the ball is going to kick out in one way or the other. So you really have to make your shots. I know that maybe that doesn't need to be said because, of course, in all pinball you have to make shots. But this game, i got to say, in particular, although I think it's a masterful design, it is brutally punishing. But truly, with the three ramps and the wide open middle, it is a shooter's dream. I can't tell you how many times I've been in multi-balls where I'm just amazed at the light show and at balls hitting ramps at all different angles. The types of combos you can do on this game are quite astounding, especially when the ball comes off the, the left orbit ramp and down onto that upper flipper. I mean, it is crazy how many different things you can do. And that center ramp can be hit basically from all three flippers. So, you know, just the number of shots you can put together is quite, quite astounding. And it's fun trying to unlock all that this game can do. When this game gets going, it truly is like there is a battle going on on that playfield with superheroes against Thanos. And Thanos, of course, is the machine, like I've said before. So I think it's a brilliant, brilliant design. I'm calling it probably, and I know some people have said this before, probably the greatest shooting game I certainly have ever seen. And in playing it for myself, it is it is living up to that billing and then some. I am just aghast at this machine the more I play it. And, and trust me, it will, the more you play this game, it will increase your frustration, but you cannot but help but get better. And I can see when I'm not making ramps and I'm not doing stuff, it's because I'm either playing too much on the fly or I'm hitting the ball a little too late or a little too early. It's quite amazing, actually, to get your own skills dialed in. And this machine, I believe, helps you like no other. But it also hurts you like no other <laughs> because Thanos is an ass. <laughs> And Elwin in designing this, it really reminds me many of the gem modes because you're trying to collect these gems in order to defeat Thanos. Many of the gem modes, have you have to go through specific shots because you're battling different members of the Black Order in order to collect the gems. And in order to do that, each of the members of the Black Order makes you shoot 
the machine in different ways. And so it's very similar to almost like an escape from Nublar where some of it's a little bit of a time mode, some of them have time modes on them, and some of them have very specific shots that you have to hit before it will allow you to advance. And there's not just a few, a lot of them are like 10, there's at least eight. Sometimes I lose count about how many there actually are. And then of course, another one once you've done them all to actually collect the gem. So there's a lot in this game, and there are a lot of modes that you can get bogged down in. The good news is you can always select those modes every time it's time to collect a gem. You generally can decide which ones you'd like to select. And from what I can see, there's no real advantage at collecting one from the other to start the game off. I'm sure as the game progresses, people have their own strategies as to what makes sense for them. I just sort of go willy-nilly and, and mostly go with what the computer is telling me, but occasionally I'm selecting certain ones where I want to get better at certain shots. So the game, I think, has a lot of personality in that it is extremely angry and <laughs> uncompromising in terms of, again, when you are not making shots, the game will fire those balls back at you so fast or down one of the out lanes and, or center. It is quite, quite astounding. So, you know, although the game looks a little barren up the middle, you need that space in order to make those combos on the ramps that are beyond. And uh, a lot happens actually in the middle, despite the fact there's not there. You can get into a lot of trouble. Of course, there's the there's the the drop target bank on the left that you can't forget about because it's uh, quite advantageous from scoring or other other modes to be able to hit those shots as well. And of course, there's a mystery that's tucked down in the uh, the bottom right hand corner, which is generally where Ant-Man sits or the Wasp, and you have to make that shot and uh, a lot of times. So. You know, this game has a lot going for it. Now they have two secret skill shots. There's a regular skill shot, a super skill shot. I mean, again, the game is a shooter's dream. And for me, that's what pinball is. The light show on this game. Everybody talks about GNR and how fantastic that light show is. I'm telling you, I think the Avengers light show, although it's not as good as GNR, how can it be? That thing has, you know, the CE has over 600 LEDs. But... <laughs> For a stern game, I'm calling it an A because there are a ton of inserts, inserts, not overwhelmingly so, believe it or not, but they use those to their full advantage of every superhero that's on that playfield. So during the Iron Man multiball, there's a ton of yellow and orange inserts that flash. Captain America, blue and red, the Panther, a lot of purple. Of course, the Hulk, tons of greens, Thor, the lightning shots and stuff. I mean, it's blinding when you get the Thor multiball and you're hitting those jackpots with those lightning flashes. The machine actually goes completely haywire at times, which is hilarious as you are in a multiball when you're trying to assemble all the Avengers. It is absolutely fantastic. And I can't help, even though I've played probably 200 games now, I can't help but laugh as I'm uh, as I'm making my way through the game and having a ton of fun with it. So, you know, I was at the distributor again today, learning a couple of uh, of things, picking up a bottle of polish and uh, and the the art blades for the side of the machine, and um, and I I happened to play a uh, a game or two of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pro model. And I was I couldn't believe the difference in the tone of that game versus the Avengers game. Even the music, you know, it's happy. It's kind of like Seinfeld. Like these a lot of '90s, like you know, from the '90s and the '80s, late '80s. It has the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 
carefree vibe about it. There's a clear ramp in the game. It looks quite inviting and almost whimsical in its in its design. And even the way the inserts are sort of located, they're kind of scattered haphazardly, I noticed, on the playfield. The Avengers is almost the polar opposite of that. This is a serious game. The music is foreboding. Thanos is constantly taunting you about death and destruction and ruling the world and you suck. And it's it's really unbelievable, actually. I, I love it. I think it's got tons of personality. I think it is a game very unlike a lot of other games and of of the same genre which is superheroes in that it is about as serious a superhero game even though you know of course we're talking about comic books or or the movies but very much like the movies when the avengers battled thanos it was that was a serious a serious couple of movies there where you know basically half the world was wiped out as they were trying to battle one of the one of the strongest villains in the universe and this game mimics Thanos in every way and is probably one of the hardest pinball machines but yet fun but hardest pinball machines that I think I have played so in thinking about the tone of this game a little bit more I'm I'm probably describing the game a little incorrectly I've been saying a lot that the game is angry and I think I'm saying that because Thanos of course is the main character of this game that you are battling or battling people around Thanos being his minions in the Black Order. I think a better word to describe it is there is a high sense of urgency that this game creates in stopping the people of the Black Order and or Thanos himself. And I think it really brings that urgency, that superhero urgency. It's a real call to action, which, of course, if you've been reading, if you've read the comics before where Thanos is involved or, of course, the Avengers movies um, where Thanos is involved, it is a very urgent movie. Thanos is an extremely powerful character and destructive character, and the Avengers have to assemble and come together in order to stop him from basically destroying the world or, or the people in the world. So it does a great game of creating that urgency in the game right off the bat. And it's doing that by asking you to take a number of steps to collect those gems in order to stop Thanos and the people of the Black Order by doing what? By making the shots. And so it has a it it does again a great job of creating that urgency in, in using call-outs. The music is very so it's a very intense game and creates a ton of tension through the music, through sound effects. Um, and that tension also creates a great amount of frustration, as anyone knows who's played the game or who owns the game. There is a tremendous amount of frustration when you're not making those shots and you're not uh, completing the tasks that they are asking you to create, much like, again, some of the tasks you're being asked to create in Keith Elwin's last game of Jurassic Park with its various modes and shots that you have to create in order to um, escape Nublar or collect certain dinosaurs. These are signature, I believe, uh, Keith Elwin code points or design elements that uh, that Stern has done so well. And, and I think, 
Again, this this game in the Avengers does a great job of bringing that urgency from the comics and from the Avengers movies into this pinball experience. And it has it through and through and through. It's, it is just absolutely a ton of fun. I don't think I've played a pinball game, again, which brings that sense of, of stress and urgency um, into a game quite like this one does. So highly recommended. You'll have a ton of fun playing it, but uh, in order to succeed at it as well, it's going to take all of your pinball skills to to get through for sure because this is no uh, walk in the park unlike some other games. All games, all pinball machines are challenging, right? Some more than others. And I got to place this one closer to the top or closer to the, the high level degree of challenging in order to get all the way through. Call it one of the strongest pinball games in the pinball universe. I think this game has game of the year written all over it. Sorry GNR, but uh, I played that game as well when I was at the distributor and it was good. It was very good. And I think fans of GNR are, you know, we're going to love it. I played the SE version, which is great because I did want to actually try that. Although it was good and I can see getting into it, I, I'm telling you, I think the Avengers for my money, there's better shots there and more that's going to keep you interested over time. But that's just my personal opinion. I think JJP did a fantastic release with that game. But for right now, for my first game, if I had to pick one, we'll call it the This and That Midweek Edition, I'm going to pick the Avengers over GNR in any of the trims. And I believe for that reason that it's going to be a very, very, very close vote for Game of the Year. But I'm giving it to Avengers, and we will see what happens come Twippy vote time. It's going to be quite the adventure indeed. So beyond my, my deeper thoughts about the game, I'm going to tell you about a couple of funny things that happened that I'm going to chalk up to, you know, first time new inbox buyer, first time I've really had a machine of any consequence in my possession. So, you know, I'm a little nervous overall, trying to get it set up, trying to make sure everything's going going smoothly. So that included installing the code for the first time. It actually went very smoothly, and it was much easier than I had anticipated. However, having said all that, new code drops less than a week after I get this game. So it's, I installed 0.93 with no problem, was having fun with it. Then 0.94 drops. And in the meantime, I had been watching as I'm waiting for my game to arrive, weeks prior, I'm watching streams of Raymond Davidson, who in case you don't know who, who Raymond Davidson is, he is the number one uh, pinball player in the world. He's a fantastic pinball player. I've been watching his streams. The guy makes every pinball machine look like it's no problem. He's hitting shots left, right, and center. Does he make mistakes? Yes, all the time, but he's, he's like a great baseball player. He's hitting, you know, that ball more times than he's missing it and he just makes these machines hum he's finishing them no problem anyway i'm thinking at one point when i'm playing my game I'm like I wonder if i got this game set up a little bit too too steep so i'm like i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna ask raymond davidson in discord how he's got his set game set up so i'm like hey ray day just got new adventures i think it's fantastic where is your bubble sitting on your machine and for those of you who don't know stern ships with every new inbox game a little 
leveling bubble, which sits just to the right of the shooter lane, um, right where the ball comes out. And it is basically a guide, a very rough guide for the person setting up the machine to see what pitch the game is at. Stern recommends a pitch of, of roughly six and a half degrees, which basically puts that bubble between, squarely between two black lines. A lot of people go a little bit further, of course, and they do a digital leveling or a traditional leveling with that level directly down on the play field. I was just curious to see what Raymond Davidson had his bubble at versus where I had mine after I initially set it up. My bubble is just touching the bottom black line in, in the machine, and I'm thinking this game's a little bit fast. So he, he actually answers me in, uh, right away, and he's like, oh, I think my bubble is halfway through the top of the of the line i'm like what halfway through the top of the line what does that mean so he sends me a picture sure enough the goddamn bubble is halfway through the top of the line and i'm like does that mean your game's playing slower he's like no dude your game is playing slow (laughs) and i'm like shit no wonder he's the greatest player in the world. That thing is tilted up so goddamn high. I have no clue how he is doing so well with that game tilted up so high. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out and not have that Captain Marvel ramp reject on me. I'm tweaking it a little bit here and there. But you have to hit that ramp so perfectly to make that inverted ball shot. It is fantastic every time you hit it, but it is not a gimme by any any stretch of the imagination. And when you're first playing it, it is going to reject on you more times than you're going to get it for. For sure. So to summarize, Raymond's bubble is basically being cut in half by the top line, which basically means his table has to be pitched at well over seven degrees. I'm going to say it's probably somewhere around seven and a half. So a full degree higher. And I'm down at the bottom, which I think was somewhere around 6.2, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in that zone. So <laughs> you could see. I got a long way to go. Raymond, you don't have to worry about me coming up the ranks. You're not. <laughs> but it did inspire me to put that bubble firmly in the center of the leveling. And I actually confirmed that with the digital level. So yes, my machine is pitched at the correct six and a half degrees. So that was funny story number one. Second funny story, new code drops. And Ray Day actually texted me. He's like, hey, dude, new code. Did you see it? Because I'm, I'm talking all the time in chats about can't wait for the game, got to get it set up, da 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 And Raymond's a fantastic guy. He's very supportive, super nice, just like the majority of people in this hobby. will bend over backwards if you have a question, no matter how stupid. And trust me, I've asked some stupid questions. Anyway, new code, new code, awesome. Come home that night, get my USB stick, clear it all off, get it in the machine, the thing loads up. All of a sudden, the Doctor Strange disc does not lift. I have two balls in, actually two bounces into my first ball after starting the code and the thing goes into the fuck. Won't come out. It's like it's totally dead. I'm like, what the hell? It tries to find the ball. It's not spitting out, right? And usually if it's trying to find a ball, it, you know, it kicks out. It's sitting right on the coil. So it should just flip right out of there. No problem. Not coming out. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Shoot another ball. Dr. Strange disc's not raising. I'm like, what the hell? It's going through all the light sequence, but it's not coming up. Ball goes down, open the coin door. I'm trying to do a diagnostic. Fucking, what the fuck's wrong with this thing? Texting. So I start, I'm like, okay. Hey, Ray, have you noticed that on this code 94, I've got a premium. Thing's not working. Is there a problem with the code? He's like, I don't think so. It sounds a bit weird. I'm like, 
more and more things. He goes, if you try to factory reset, factory reset, same thing. I'm like, God damn it. Now, luckily, I had played the game five minutes before I put the new code on, and I had version 0.93. I'm like, I just wonder. I'm going to reinstall my 0.93 code again. So I get the thing, put the stuff back on the USB, erase the 9.4, put on the 9.3, put it back on the game. Sure enough, the fucking thing ejects right away when I turn it on, and the game starts working normally again. I'm like, it's got to be the code. Of course. Text rate A. Hey, rate A. You could, there's something wrong with the code. Something wrong with the code. Oh, shit. We better talk, talk to Stern. I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be a great new segment. TPS exclusive. Code 94. Problems. <laughs> and then five minutes later, he texts me back. He's like, the problem you are describing sounds an awful like you installed the wrong code. I think you may have installed the pro and not the premium version of the code. I'm like, really? I'm pretty sure I, I, I selected the premium. That can't be right. Like, I'm going to check my computer. Sure enough, go to the computer to check the download file. And there is the fucking pro code for 0.94. I'm like, oh, God in heaven. And in the meantime, I'd also contacted Zach, of course, from flipping out. And he's on holiday. I'm bugging the shit out of him about what, what he suggests doing. He's talking about reseeding, reseeding <laughs> fucking boards underneath the playfield, and all sorts of good good suggestions about what to look for and what to do, right? Meanwhile, me, the stupid ass, downloads the wrong code. And of course, I'm getting ready to be hammered by all these by all these dudes for me wasting their time. And everyone was laughing, like, don't worry, dude, everyone's done it. I'm glad you fixed it. Have a great night. Have a great time. Luckily, I only only blew an hour kind of fucking around and farting around with it. Talked to my distributor the next day. He goes, ah, oh, it happens all the time. I've done it a million times too. And it is a little bit confusing at the end of the day. When you go on that, that Stern website in your excitement, you know, the text all looks the same. They've got multiple games sitting there. So you really have to be careful. And I swore to God in my head that I had selected that premium uh, download link. Sure enough, it was the pro. So keep double checking. I know when you bring the file up on the LCD as well, it actually tells you if you've got the LE for the premium or the pro. Of course, somehow, I guess I didn't notice because I was so goddamn excited. And away I went. So there's my two stories about Ray Day. Ray Day, I love you. The guy's a champ in every single way. Helps a fellow pinballer when he's uh, when he's having a problem. By the way, the guy was streaming and answering me at the same time. So... <laughs> Don't make him your tech. I'm sure he does not want to be the world's tech here, but he was sure nice enough to help me out when I uh, when I was in need. And uh, boy, I, uh, you know, it just speaks again to the camaraderie in this hobby, which I think is also fantastic. So hats off to Ray Day, the number one player in the world, and he's number one in my books too. The last thing I'm going to say about this game before I let everyone go, the game is not only designed incredibly challenging, but the rule set for this game is also incredibly challenging. They have done a masterful code job on this game as well, and they're only at 0.94 of code, which I think is very, very exciting because right away it's extremely playable and challenging. So thank goodness Ray Day again, Ray Day to the rescue, has done a beautiful rule sheet for this game that you can get off the Stern website in PDF format that goes through each and every aspect of this game, which takes a lot of the mystery away from figuring out what the hell's going on. Now, I love a good mystery when you're trying to figure out a pinball machine. How, how do you like this? How do you do that? But I'm telling you, the game is so complex, you will need, I think, to look at this rule sheet here and there, just again, to clarify 
clarify a couple of things that are happening during the game and the sequence of events so you can so you know what to shoot for otherwise you are flying you know mostly completely blind as you're going along which of course can again hinder your progress early on and for me you know there comes a point where the game's just being frustrating because you're just sort of not getting the idea or what the what the point is and as soon as you you know have a look at the rule set it clears up so you know it clears up all all of that and allows you to progress I mean you still have to make the shots you still have to go through the modes no one's giving you that and this game does not make it easy for you to do that so knowing the rules in itself at least gives you the chance and a snowball's chance of of completing a particular mode or heaven forbid the game itself so I'm extremely happy with my choice. I think, again, I love the theme. The art just pops on this game. It, I can't say enough either about Zombie Yeti's effort on this title. And, of course, the music and sound, I think, is fantastic as well. The animations are very, very good. I love how they're static animations, but yet there is some dynamic animation around those Marvel comic images um, like explosions or Doctor Strange uh, sling ring effect uh, when you hit characters so there is some movement and action around some of these static images which I think is very effective it is in fact like you are watching the pages of a comic book play out in front of you in pinball form that's the way you feel as you're playing the game constantly is that you are in the middle of a Thanos battle in the pinball machine and uh, and I think that just adds a ton of character and a ton of fun I couldn't be happier with my choice if you are a Marvel fan I don't see how you can't love this machine and love what you're seeing and if you're a pinball fan and love a great shooter Boy, it doesn't get much better than this. If I had to rank these machines in terms of this third offering by Keith Elwin, boy, I think it's a neck-and-neck battle between Jurassic Park and Avengers, but I'm giving it to Avengers just because I think the layout is better, I think the art package is better, and frankly, I think the light show is better. The only thing that Jurassic Park has, in my opinion, that I like um, more on that is the moving T-Rex head, which I think is a fantastic mech. But I'm telling you, that Doctor Strange sling ring is a fantastic mech. The way that thing raises and lowers and spins i hit that i've hit that thing so hard there's been people saying oh it's not responsive enough i'm telling you when you hit that thing right the the sucker spins so fast it'll make your head spin and lighting those strange letters up it is fantastic it is also brutally punishing if you hit it the wrong way that ball will come screaming back to one of your flippers or the slings you know it is a fantastic mech in it themselves and a brilliant piece of design work for sure so a brilliant, brilliant machine. I'm giving it an A for the Avengers. it up for this episode and a little bit of closure on my first new inbox adventure but like any adventure there's always another right around the corner and certainly lots more to come in the coming weeks 
on the Pinball Show Midweek Edition. A couple more quick mentions before we sign off here. Zach Manny from Flippin' Out, what a trooper. Zach has been, over the last couple of weeks, answering all sorts of questions from me about my new pinball machine at all different hours, so can't thank him enough. If you guys are in the market for a new pinball machine and you haven't called Zach, what are you waiting for? I mean, the guy will literally bend over backwards for you to help you with any of your issues that you may have. He truly is on the scene and is on the phone with that Stern factory every single day, it seems. I swear he has a hotline right into the production manager of that place. Do yourself and your family a favor. If you're in the market for a pinball machine, call Zach at Flippin' Out and make your dreams come true today. And lastly, TWIP time again. Yes, starting December 1st, the voting for the TWIPPY nominations opens up for the entire month. And I would certainly appreciate your vote for a nomination this year. Maybe Best Pinball Podcast. Well, that might be stretching a little bit. There are some there are some fine pinball podcasters out there, but certainly a nomination would go a long way. Maybe Rookie of the Year. Hey, wouldn't that be something? Certainly Little Flipper Rookie of the Year, huh? What do you think? She and I had a ton of fun this year getting her first impressions of most of the major releases. Certainly Hot Wheels, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Avengers, GNR, and of course, many more to come in releases of the future so please keep us in mind when you head to the twit poll to cast your votes and your nominations this month we certainly appreciate your listenership and hope to see you again here real soon thanks so much for listening i'm craig bobby catch you on the flip side